1: or she, I forgot to put it in the chat. It's, I hope they'll be all right. But anyway, <laughs> glad to have y'all on today. Listen, uh, I will be teaching y'all on today, okay, about how to buy a fourplex. Antonio took some <laughs> great, great detailed notes and he gave them to me and he's, he's going to expound on them on Monday. So today um, will be our last meeting for the week as they will be traveling back. He and Deanna will be traveling back on tomorrow. So safe travels to them and to Melissa because she's in the air tomorrow as well. Uh, As well as I'm pretty sure uh, Antoine will be uh, on a flight back, uh, heading back. So safe travels to all of them. But good morning to all of you. We're going to be discussing how to buy a fourplex, how to buy a fourplex. So, you know, of course, you know, if you have questions, you know, unmute your mic and ask them uh we go we gonna see what I can you know what i can do so but here we go <laughs> so the first thing in buying a fourplex is niche right niche i'll put all this in the in the in the chat thank you so much arcia um niche you want to narrow in on your niche and price point so really what it is you need to know the exact area you're looking in for your fourplex, right? Letting all the people in. Here we go. You need to know the exact area that you want that you're looking in for your fourplex, the exact price point you're looking for, to get to get your fourplex, and the exact kind of units you want, so you know what you're searching for, right? So all of those things apply to your niche, where you want the fourplex to be how much you want to spend for the fourplex, the exact kind of units you want. Now, not the number because we know a fourplex has four units, but the kind of units that you want, right? The more detailed you are, the higher the likelihood you're going to find it, okay? The more detailed you are, the likelihood you're going to find it. So, you know, because Google, you can find everything on Google. You, if you would just, just as detailed as you want to be on Google, I guarantee you they're going to find, they're going to give you a link, okay? <laughs> so the more detailed you are, The higher the likelihood you're going to find what you're looking for, and whatever your strategy is, figure out your niche and look for a property that works within that niche. If it's not in your niche, you may not want you know you may not want that, okay? Because you know what it is that you want, and when you know what you want, you know what you're looking for. You're you're guaranteed to find it. So that's the first part. First part is find your niche. Okay, I'm gonna put that in chat. Here we go. Boom.
2: Right. Thing so number that's, two. Oh, go ahead. So I'm sorry. That's, so that's like um, if you want two for each unit to have two bedrooms, one bath, things like that, right? That's it. That's it. Okay.
1: Thanks so much, Edwin. <laughs> All right. So the second thing pre approval. Go and get pre approved for the money for your fourplex, right? Know your price point so you can make sure you get pre-approved for what you need, right? Make sure you know how much the fourplex is so that when it's time to go and get pre-approved, you know the exact amount that you need. Also, to get pre-approved, go to three different lenders, preferably local credit unions. Credit unions are, uh, I've always been told, and I've dealt with credit unions before, I, I, and I be, I'm a believer too, that credit unions are just a little bit better than banks. Um, and anybody, anybody, uh, are any are any of you members of credit unions? I used to be, okay. um, but my mother was a part of credit union, and she went and got her car um, loan through mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. the interest rates were a whole lot lower. It was great.
0: So, okay.
1: Yeah, I love credit unions. I'm trying to find me one around here for <laughs> that I'm eligible for at least. Gotcha. Okay, I,
2: I'm a part of two uh, credit unions myself.
1: Okay. Okay. What What are your feelings between the credit unions and banks?
2: Yeah, they're more, they're more user friendly. Um, and they, they care a little bit more, <laughs> more about you and willing yeah. to help.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right. Mr. Otis, did you want to say anything? I saw your hand up. I, I, I know you were saying you're from, you're, you're a member of a credit union as well.
2: Yes, I was raising my hand to say that. Okay, (laughs) you said raise your hand, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did. I just wanted to see if you wanted to say had something to say. Rome, Rome. I saw you raise your hand. Did you have anything? Okay.
3: So the um the 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 purpose of a lot of the credit unions is for the local people, not for the the broad. So giving good rates and more customer service and more customer friendly, um, that's the purpose of them, uh, and. You know, we, a lot of the big banks, you know, Bank of America, mm-hmm. and Citi, you know, those guys advertise, well, that that's all your money that you're putting in it that, that, that they're using that local credit union or you know, those smaller credit unions. They don't have those type of budgets. So they don't have to, you, they can give you more of a return on your money for whatever you're dealing with because they don't have, they're not spending all that. So they can definitely be to your benefit. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much, Roy Rowe. Okay, did somebody, miss Sandra? I saw your mic was unmuted. Okay. Sorry, thank you.
4: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> no worries. Okay, so I know Tracy says she's a member of a credit union. She has her car, business, and personal accounts at the same credit union. And then Monica says credit unions have better interest rates. She has two. She
5: has uh, two of them. So good deal.
6: All
1: right, all right.
5: Let me... This can yeah. i say this real quick in this space i know it don't have much to do with nothing except for what i'm i'm dealing with right now okay but one of the things that happened, i'm saying real quick one of the things that's happening that's really really crazy my phone is stuck on um but when i get up here i don't have to use my headphones there's a a thing that you all do that i can push and it says headphones of value so i could push that up here and i could hear y'all so through the rest of the day i'm thinking you know when the class started, <laughs> i'm thinking i could just automatically hear and i'm trying to figure out why i'm not hearing nobody but okay i just wanted to say okay <laughs> all right glad you can hear us
1: okay um so with uh, okay Shelly says she has two and she just joined one, she has two in Florida and she just joined one in South Carolina. All right, so great. Everyone knows, you know, difference between credit unions and banks. Uh, they're usually the ones that give you the best rates, which we just talked about, Monica said, and a lot of you all said rates and terms. And you can build the best long-term relationships with them. That's what Jerome was saying. Oh, and, and um Antoine, they, they care about you, right? Also, um, make sure they understand the kind of investment or property that you're trying to purchase. So make sure that this credit union has real estate experience. The three credit unions that you go to, make sure they have real estate experience. Also, you wanna make sure that that they're going to be competitive and fast with everything, okay? And have a pre-approval letter ready when you find a good deal and have financing. So when you find that good deal, be ready. Okay, just be ready because, of course, when you find a good deal, that's when you want to go and get pre-approved and have that letter ready, so you can be the first one to hop on it. All right, Mister Donia says I had I bank with the credit union as my primary bank, but I also have a national bank as well for the convenience. Hey, that's good. That's I'm pretty sure that's a lot of people on this call too. So good deal, good deal. All right, so that number two, second thing you want to do is get pre-approved. Okay, Let's see if all this can go in here. Want to get pre-approved for the fourplex. Make sure you got the money ready then to to, to to go. The third thing, numbers. Understand that the number, understand the numbers and how to run them. Okay. Um, Antonio is he always knows what's a good deal and what's not a good deal with real estate or with anything because he looks at numbers all the time. So you want to know the numbers in and out, backwards and forwards. So you want to understand them, know how to run them. Um, Know the exact kind of unit you're looking for within your niche, which we talked about in the first part. You know, Antoine was saying, hey, you want to see, you know, know what you want. You want two bedroom units, three bedroom, one bedroom. Know know what that, what kind of units you want. And you need to know what the rent, what the rents are and what they can be. The taxes, the insurance and expenses and know how to put it in and make sure you're getting your desired return with any given property. So you really want to know these numbers. You have to know those things because you want to know, hey, am I am I going to get a profit for this? Because you got to know whether or not it's a good deal. You need to know the numbers to see if it's a good deal and if you should invest in it. Because if you invest in it and then you find out later, I'm not getting much from this, then, you know, bad bad, bad move, bad move right? So you want to know the numbers, the ins and outs of the numbers, how much the rent is, how much you can, you can raise the rent to be or that it needs to be. Okay. So that you can make a profit and so that you can pay for the things that need to be paid for, such as the taxes, the insurance and the expenses, right? So that you can get your desired results that you want. So that is number three. Now, before I move on, does anybody have any thoughts on that, that you'd like to share any, 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 any of you all who are into real estate big time and or anybody have any questions?
2: Uh, I, I would like to, I'll go ahead and share. Okay. Um, it's, it's very important that that you know, like you said, Ms. Grace, that you know your numbers, uh, how much you wanna walk away each month is very important. So you gotta know the portion of taxes, how much rent is. And so you gotta uh, do a comparison analysis, what's in, in the uh, area and um like antonio said that you want to go in already in earning already in the positive so don't um, sorry about that don't get anything that's uh that that you have to fix up or anything like that if you can fix it up and and still have rent and you have room to to move around then that's good but you just got to know your numbers and so all those factors it's probably about seven or eight things that you need to know about that unit prior to uh, purchasing and making sure that it's a good deal.
1: Thank you so much, Antoine. All right, all right. Anyone else?
5: All right, we're just going to keep it moving. The fourth thing marketing.
1: Know how to create deal flow, okay? There are different ways to market or create deal flow. You can have multiple relationships with realtors, which is probably something you want to do. Have multiple relationships with wholesalers, right, as well. Um, Send out mailers, drive for dollars, cold call, okay? All of these things work with marketing. And then you do whatever it takes to get the information you need on people who have properties within your niche, and try to get them to sell the property to you for a discount. So that's what those, you know, dialing for dollars, okay? Dialing for dollars, doing the cold calls, finding the property that you want. It's, it takes work. And, you know, so it takes getting out there, going to find it. So, you you know, uh, researching online, that's always great because that's where you can find the most information. Internet has everything. But when you do find that information, you know, yes, a lot of times pictures are, taking, are taken so that you can see the property, but it's nothing like going out and seeing the property yourself, especially if it's if it's local and it's in the area you want it to be and where you are, you know. So you always want to go out there. And let's say if you don't find something, you know, online, but you find something in, you know, hey, they still have newspapers So if you're looking in a newspaper and you find something, they say, hey, they have a fourplex. Oh, you you got to go and see that because I'm pretty sure in the newspaper aren't any pictures. So you got to go and check out the property. Also, um, you know, driving like I said, driving for dollars. You you know, you could just be out and about, and you happen to see a fourplex that you you know, you so you see a fourplex that looks good to you, but you don't know anything about it. So you got to go out, you know, go there, stop, get information. So you got to do whatever it takes. Uh, you know, having those relationships with the realtors and the wholesalers that that makes a difference. Sending out and sending out mailers as well, so you can get information. So people get when people do get your mail or they say oh, okay you know what oh, okay i see they're interested in this i got a four place for sale let me call Jerome you know so all those things work with
7: marketing anyone have any thoughts or any questions hey grace i got a comment one of the best ways and good morning by the way good morning um one of the best ways people can get information is pay attention and, and take advantage of your county assessors and your county offices they there's a lot of anything that we are required to have notarized is always um, listed on on their websites. You can you know you're not going to necessarily get specific numbers, but what you will get, you'll know who the owner is. You'll know when the sale transaction took place. That will give you a lot of uh, additional information that can be utilized to help you make an assessment. Because so you're not going to have a lot of people just volunteering and giving you their information, but that's a good place to start. All
1: right. Thank you so much, you Okay, she said county assessor.
5: Okay,
1: get in good with them. Go check out the information that they have. Thank you so much for that. Anyone else? All right, y'all know me. I am like Tempest. We short sweet keep it moving, okay? All right, so here we go. <laughs> the next one, number five. Number five is negotiation, okay? Time to put in offers and get offers accepted. So after you've done the first four, right? Finding your niche, what you want, uh, getting pre-approved, knowing the numbers, and doing the marketing, getting, getting doing whatever it takes to get what you want. Now it's time to negotiate. Time for you to put in offers and get offers uh, accepted. So if you're using a realtor, you're going to put in a low ball offer, right? And they're going to put in a high ball offer, and hopefully you'll land in the middle with an offer that works for you. So you and a realtor, the realtor's is going to put in a low ball offer for you. The people that selling, they're going to put a high ball. You know, they, they're pretty sure they're going to go higher. So so hopefully you can meet somewhere in the middle. You know, if something costs mm, 200000 well, okay, well, let's go, let's, yeah, about, let's do about 100000 And they say, okay, how about one twenty-five, one fifty? Okay, that sounds good. Because that's probably what you would want to do anyway. You just want to say that. So uh, having a realtor will really help you as, as opposed to uh, doing it to do, doing it yourself unless you're you're you know you're a master at this, you you really know about real estate and you understand the numbers and everything and you can do it yourself. Me, I'm gonna have a realtor, okay? Now, you're gonna wanna build urgency and build yourself up as a fantastic buyer. The way you do this is figure out whatever their pain point is, okay? If somebody has a fourplex and they really just trying to sell that and you know, hey, and and you've seen it's been on the market for a long time, they're they really trying to get it out of their hands so they probably accept whatever offer you give, okay so you find out what that pain point is and you press on it, okay? You press on that pain point and you also figure out what makes it a win for that seller and press on that as well. okay? find out what the pain point is, find out what makes it a win for them and press on both of those points so that you can get, that fourplex that you want you can close quickly but you need a deal that works of course we, we know that and then you can create a pain for them by whatever the current market is doing this creates urgency and fear so you, you when you do your research whatever the market is doing you can find out and create that 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 fear and that urgency a it's just been on the market for like 30 weeks, man. And you know, Hey, the longer it stays on the market, the the, the more, the more your price is going to go down. So you may want to hop on this offer. Hey, you're pressing on that pain point. Okay. Hey, Antonio taught me sales. Anyway, anybody, anybody have, anybody have any thoughts or questions on this point? I'm going to put it in the chat. Negotiation. Okay. If if y'all, y'all know Antonio, Antonio is a master negotiator. Okay. And he will get it to where he needs it to be. Get the price where he needs it to be. Uh, anybody that talks with us, Grace, I he, got
3: I, a comment.
5: Yes, sir. Go ahead.
3: When you are talk about negotiations, I, I would go back to what Antoine said earlier about about knowing the numbers. Mm-hmm. You got to know the numbers because when that negotiation comes up, depending on which direction is going in, you can be negotiating negotiating yourself out of your numbers, and right. and, and, now, and now you got a problem. Yeah. See, so you gotta know that up front, and you gotta you, you and you gotta have a range where you gotta say, I'm only gonna go so far here, I'm only gonna go so far low. It's gotta fall within this no matter what. And okay. if it doesn't, I I can't I can't do the deal. That's so right. so I, I go back to what Antoine said first about knowing your numbers. You gotta know that. And and that takes the pressure off you when it comes to negotiation.
1: There you go. Okay. Sounds like Jerome is a master negotiator too, y'all. Okay, you know what? Yes, he worked for the United States Army. He got people in who didn't volunteer to go. I know he is a master negotiator. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jerome. Anyone else have a comment or anything they'd like to share? All right, we're gonna keep going. Okay, so that was negotiation. The next one, number six. Hold on, put a wrong thing. Number six get it under contract now that you have negotiated the deal get the deal under contract okay so if you're using a realtor they're going to have all the paperwork to make it simple for you this is this is the joy of having a realtor okay because the paperwork administrative you you don't want to do all that okay so you, you got people who 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 went to school and who who took who took exams and stuff for that you know you got people for that also um now if you're not using a realtor you all you have to do is go and get the for sale by owner paperwork from the title company so if you are doing this yourself that's what you do go to the title company get the for sale by owner paperwork now make sure you've protected yourself with a 15-day due diligence period minimum now preferably you want 20 to 25 days if you can swing it okay so i guess more days the better um But yes, please protect yourself at all times, protect yourself. And um, when you get this, when you get the deal negotiated and you're getting it under contract, you make sure you double, triple, quadruple, quintuple check, okay? To make sure everything in the paperwork is accurate before you turn in all of that in. Because, you know, if you got one little thing off, then, hey, you know, things could go awry. So you always want to make sure that the paperwork is accurate, and has everything in it that needs to be there. All right. Pretty self-explanatory. Any questions, any thoughts?
2: Okay. You right. you always wanna make sure um, that there's no liens on the property. That's a very important- oh, Talk um, about it, talk thing. about it. And so, so the liens is if they owe anybody else, did they take out any second mortgages or anything like that? Uh, is somebody else name on or supposed to be on the uh lease and something like so you just just want to do all your due diligence you know with the tax office and and things so that are the taxes up to date um and you know the property taxes have they paid the property taxes and all that kind of stuff so um that's that's what that period uh that 15 days or a month is used for
1: gotcha all right so it sounds like antoine if I don't check all that out and there are liens or property taxes have not are not up to date, it sounds like that falls on me, correct?
2: Oh. Yes, if you sign the paperwork. If you sign mm-hmm. if you sign the paperwork prior to doing your due diligence, uh, then that's your problem that you just inherited.
1: Ooh-wee. my God congratulations to
7: me no okay please do your due diligence okay (laughs) please do your due diligence yes ma'am just to make you know due diligence is that's your time to do your investigation work because that's your out time that's something small you have a 10, 20, 21, however many days you, you agree to, mm-hmm. to do everything you can to make sure that this is the right deal for you. Check the numbers, check the ownership, check when a legal, maybe people have liens against their property that you don't know about. That's what they, he means when he says due diligence. But and the purpose of the title company, we're in California, while well, in California, title companies do our closings. Um, the closing is they do all the signings, the paperwork, they collect all the money and then we get we, they get paid for their services. I think in some states, there is through an attorney. So you, it's different wherever state that you're in. But the most important thing about a title company, pay them. Pay them to do the title search. That's how you get your information. A title search is they will look at the history of that property. Every time it transferred ownership, it's listed. And then you could see the debt that's owed on the house, who had the house at that time. They'll charge you for it, but it's a nominal fee compared to your loss if you get something and someone knocks on the door and say, hey, you know that house you just bought? is really mine because the ownership didn't change correctly. And that can happen. Well, oh, my goodness. Okay. That sounds like, yes, yeah, one
1: of them reality shows. Wait a minute. Okay. So I forget that Adonia is, is a uh, real estate guru. Okay. It runs in the family. Okay. dad Dad taught her. Okay. So thank you so much y'all are doing y'all are
5: wonderful okay
1: all right please do your due diligence so things like this don't happen and you know things like this to where you can be on a reality tv show and be like girl did you see what happened to RC?" no you know you don't want that okay <laughs> make sure you please do use that time to do your due diligence and like like uh miss Donia said uh, pay that title company to do what they paid to do okay they can do all that for you search the history of, of the property all right. Anyone else before we we'll move on? All right. So you just gotten everything on the contract. Now, hey, we were just talking about it. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. Due diligence. Okay. Due diligence. Call in an, ins- an, an inspector. Okay. Go in, have the inspector and you also with the inspector. Walk through all the units. Have the inspector give you all of the things that need to be fixed or are problematic, okay? And you also look for things that need to be fixed or are problematic as well, uh, That need things that need to be fixed right away. Um, ask for everything you can, taxes, profit and loss statement, rent rolls, leases, okay? During due diligence, you want to make it painful for the seller. So during that time, hey, don't you say pay that title company so they can find everything that's wrong with it so you can talk to the seller. Hey, listen, we got. I see all this. You you want to sell this, but I see, hey, we got this, this, this needs fixing. The toilet's down. This, yeah, get all that. Make it painful for that seller because hey, it's been on the market for a while. You you want to get rid of this? Hey, I need you to fix these things. I need I need this, these things to be done. Then we 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 can we we have a deal. Okay, so make sure. You do your due diligence, okay? Did any anybody have anything else that they wanted to add on the due diligence section that they just thought of, or you know, maybe didn't get a chance to
7: say? Last thing, I promise, I'm gonna shut up. I uh, promise. No, no, uh, you keep going. Okay, you're helping. Uh, here's the benefit of doing the having a licensed inspector, and again, pay them. You're talking hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. It's not tons of money. Um, to walk through, as you said, everything, roofs, roofs got a problem, the floor got water, all the things that they'll tell you, though, that data is what you use to negotiate that price. Well, if I, you don't have to ask them to fix it. Say, hey, you know what? I know you don't have a bunch of money. You're trying to get gone. You need money to get out of here. I'm going to give you this amount for the house. You done took off the $20,000 it's going to cost you to fix it. You didn't save the money. And then that's how you get a fix. You don't ask, you want to get them out of there and get the best and the lowest price that you can get. They're gonna be happy. You don't, I mean, don't chump them and cheat them, but give them enough to feel satisfied that they walked away. But you don't pay for a house that has those problems. You says, Well, after the inspection, here's the reports right here. There's about twenty-thirty thousand dollars worth of work. So Take off 35 dollars off the price because now you got to hire somebody, pay the person to fix it, blah 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 blah, and that's how you get your better price.
1: Better teach me, Adonia. Okay, <laughs>
7: thank you, thank you so much. All I,
2: right, I did. I did want to add foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, the older the house, and in even new homes, look for foundation cracks. Like if it's cracks in the the walls that shows a signs of foundation so you want to definitely make sure that the foundation is sound. Um, Sometimes the house needs to be leveled and that's another expense and so um, you want to check and make sure that your adjuster is not green right or naive or just new um, that they have they know what to look for and things of that nature so. Uh, just because they are lo- the lowest, that don't mean that they know what they're doing. So you got to uh, you got to make sure that um, you're you're knowing what you're doing, what you're getting involved with. And just ask, ask a b- bunch of questions and thank God for this community. <laughs>
1: Hello. OK, that's always good. OK, please make sure that the fourplex has good foundation. OK, yes. Thank you all. Thank you all so much for sharing your thoughts. Jerome, go ahead.
3: Yeah um when I was in in New York um I was about to buy a property and it was I thought it was an excellent deal and on the surface it was um but when I walked through the house I could smell the mildew I could smell the mold but I couldn't find it so you were talking about having an inspector and I couldn't find it and the inspector that was recommended to me was one of the most expensive ones in the area. Um, and but I paid him and he found it. And what had happened was as, and it was so sale by owner, I got it I got the loan approved for the amount she was asking for. So I was, I was good. I could, I could buy for that price. I was great. But when the inspector came in to do the work, he found the all, And what ended up happening was. When she was preparing the property for sale, they painted the house. It was a big house. They painted it on the side of the house are eaves, okay? So they closed the eaves in order to paint it, but they didn't open the eaves so they could breathe. And all the moisture that had been trapped up underneath of it was was growing mold. And it was underneath the roof. So the entire roof had to be replaced. And because it was such a big house, that was like 10, 12, there was gonna be between 10 to $12,000 to replace that. It had to be replaced. It couldn't be patched. Well, that was $10,000, $12,000 more onto the price. And when I was explaining it and I gave her a copy, I gave the owner a copy of the uh, report from the inspector. She was like, oh, you to? you to do me, you to?" And I walked away from the deal, but it was a blessing. For walking away because not long after that, the real estate market went in the toilet. So I just take that as God looking out for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it was a good deal then. But yeah. getting that inspector to go in there and do that, I paid him a couple extra dollars, but it was, it was, it was, it saved me ahead. I told Antonio about the story. And I said, I believe that if I hadn't done that, I'd still be paying for that today, mm. and this was over twenty years ago. I'd mm. still be paying for that mistake today. Thank you, God, because so- you know God looks out for fools and drunks, and I don't drink. You know that, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Roby Robe. Okay, so Junior said, "Pay pay the people what they're you know what they're supposed to do." And Jerome he seconded. It, okay, he gave a story, so that really saved him a lot of money and a lot of headache and heartache. So that is good. Okay. All right, so now we've done our due diligence. Next thing, renegotiation, right? Renegotiation. You're negotiating on the front end to make sure your numbers are good, and then when re- renegotiating, you're gonna uh, you're going back and letting the seller know all of the things you and your inspector found wrong with the property. And if you get half of it fixed, the numbers work, right? Um, Adonia was saying, hey, you know, let them know, hey, listen. This is what's wrong. I know you're trying to get this off your hands. Hey, take this off. You know, we, we, we can shave some of these, some of these dollars from the property. Um, you want to build up your case in renegotiation to where if you get half of it, you're good to go. Uh, but in order to do this, you want to make sure you get the accurate and principal bids from real contractors for everything that needs to be fixed. So don't saying that when you find out how much. Needs to go into fixing whatever needs to be fixed. Hey, talk to the seller. Hey, you got this property in here that's like three hundred fifty thousand. There's fifty thousand dollars of work that needs to be done. So hey, come on and take that off. We move it down to three hundred thousand, right? You can be like Jerome and have all three hundred fifty thousand for the for the property. Hey, you may not. You can you know keep that fifty thousand to fix up everything yourself. Um, when you renegotiate, make sure you send a report with everything and what you want back. Okay, so make sure you 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 have all of that, you know, paperwork, documentation. Always, always a great thing. Document, document, document. All right. Anything anyone wants to share about the renegotiation? All right. Now we're gonna keep moving. Okay. Got the renegotiation done. Now, financing. All right. Because you have negotiated, did the due diligence, found some stuff that's wrong, whatever, you renegotiated financing. Okay. You renegotiate your financing. You want to shop loans out. When banks compete, you win on the purchase and the financing. So you tell the banks you need them to match you on the rates and the terms, or you're going to have to take it to another bank. Okay. Said banks love competing, so they and they want your business. And Tony has been teaching us, hey, banks don't get paid for, you know, taking in money. They get paid for giving out money. So they're going to compete because the only way they can get paid is when they give you money for loans and things of that nature. So renegotiate your financing. But make sure you got everything you need and let them know, hey, don't be afraid to put your foot down. Hey, listen, you can't give me what I want. I can can always go to Bank of America and see what they're talking about. I can always go discredit you and see what they're talking about. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold, hold on. Ms. Katrina, we, we, we got you. We, we can, let's work something out. So anybody have any thoughts or any questions on that? All right. keep it moving. Okay. You've done
8: all that. It's time to close, right? Hey, secrets to success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet, smart money podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay, I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the Nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, Maybe, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code. Seriously, like a real-life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund, because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me future you will thank you it is now
1: time to close okay your paperwork is showing the settlement statement that's showing the settlement statement will be sent to you a day or two before right and then you want to make sure everything is straight with the financing the purchase price our closing costs are split if you split them you know uh prorations on the rents the taxes and the insurance. So you you know you got to make sure that this money is straight. You know where the money is going. You know how it's being paid and all these kind of things. Closing costs, all of those things. The financing, all those things. Uh, make sure anything you had in an addendum is in the agreement and looks proper when it comes to any other money that's coming back at closing. Okay, so anything you know, addendum. I remember hearing that in math because I taught. Right. So anything you add, make sure it's in the agreement. Right. Because you know the sellers will be quick to. Well, I, I don't remember you talking about that. Yes, you did. Hey, it's here, writing. Okay, it's here in the paperwork. Um, double check everything. Triple check everything to make sure everything is perfect at the at the time of closing. Uh, and then sign the agreement and give your down payment. Uh, anybody have any thoughts on the close? Okay. Anybody been here before?
2: Um, one of the things that you you want to think about, like if you just need that if if you have that that sense of i'm probably just need to put some other eyes on that um i forgot who it was it was a couple of people that were talking about legal shield and they they have that that offering where they read a document for you get another lawyer to look over that paperwork for you to make sure that the deal is good tell them about you know any extra things that was negotiated and make sure because sometimes that that legal jargon you 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 will miss some stuff right and so um yeah it was amanda uh talking about legal shield um and so sometimes you'll you'll miss those things that um that's in that contract if you're trying to read it yourself and so just getting a a lawyer to look at that and getting that second set of eyes on it's a great thing
1: Yes, because yes, anytime I have some kind of contract. No, I'm gonna go pay somebody who went to school to look at these contracts. <laughs> no, you that's what you went to school for. to Tell me what these contracts say. I, I don't want to be a lawyer. Mm-mm. Yes, please always have professionals <laughs> to look over your paperwork. I'm not saying you can't read. Okay, I'm not saying that because some people actually want to look over their paperwork and read it themselves. Okay, I have no problem with that. You, you Please do it. Okay. But you always want to make sure that you have somebody else to make sure to see that they are say the same thing you are seeing. you know. You know, the lawyer could see something, something else that maybe you didn't catch. Roll me wrong. Yeah. Oh. Even, um,
9: oh. even oh. lawyers will have another lawyer look over the contract.
3: Oh, see? There you
1: go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. And <laughs> go ahead, roll me wrong.
3: Yeah, along the same lines. Um, I have um refinanced my house a couple of times and uh you would think, oh, you know, no big deal, but these are legal documents that you need to be able to understand what you're signing. Because once you sign it, you know, you, you, you're stuck. And and for me personally, when I go in, when I'm signing anything, I, I do the. I, I have two modes of, of of reviewing the document. I do I do the skim, and then when I hit something that doesn't register, I read. I do the skim and then I go to the read. As long as I can do that, I'm usually pretty good. Now, if I got a, if I got a question, then I can always say, well, what about this and what about that? And that's my, that's my MO. I remember an incident where we were refinancing and the lawyer had another appointment for other documents. He was doing another, another refi. And so we came to his office. That me and my wife came to the office to get it done. I was doing, I was doing my little thing. Cause she know, she know, she knew she 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 lets me feel like I'm I'm in charge. So you know, I'm I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a wait, minute, wait, wait Okay. So so I'm doing it, and he's saying, well, you know, you know, I I, oh, I got to do it, blah blah blah, and I got to, and I'm like, excuse me. So he was letting us know he had another appointment. Could we make this quick? You know, blah 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 like that. And I'm looking at him like, excuse me. And I'm like, yeah, OK, whatever. And I'm doing my thing. And, and he's constantly like, you know, what's up? What's, what's, what's going on? So by the time we finished the document, and we were leaving, we, we got like that. I got, we were outside his office because you know you got a three-day writing rescission.? OK? So we're staying outside his office. And I'm talking to my wife. And I say, honey, she said, yeah. I says maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm having a th- bad day. But I felt like you know, we, we were rushed. I, I, I felt like that we weren't given an opportunity to thoroughly go through this you know, to, to, to our satisfaction. Is it, is it just me? She said, no. That's exactly how I felt. I said, well, honey, you know what? we in this process. You know that, right? And she said, yeah. And she says, and I says, and you know we got a three-day right of rescission where you know, we can say, no, we don't want to do this. I say, because I don't want it down the road. I say, do you think we should do something about that? See, says, so I think we should exercise our, our three-day right of rescission. I say, you know what? I think that's what we should. We're outside his office. He ain't even gone nowhere. We drive home, certified mail, three-day right of rescission, boom. They process the paperwork anyway. But again, you know, we we had all the documentation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. My goodness. <laughs> but but again, I told, did I tell you how, I mentioned that God looks off of fools and drunks and yeah. I don't drink? Okay. <laughs> what it all ended up happening was is that we ended up spending two years not having to pay the mortgage at all on the house. Mm-hmm. And that by the time that got everything settled we ended up getting the original uh drop in the interest rate that we wanted along with not paying for the the house for 2 years so we could do other stuff with that other money and no penalty no no nothing and we were laughing the whole time. That we were just good. Wow. Because we cuz we followed the rules and we had everything to prove it. Hallelujah. They, yes. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that about making sure you're comfortable with reading those documents. Don't get you, like you said, and, and it's not like, like Melissa said, like Antoine said, get someone else to look at that. You, you're you not a lawyer, you're not, a you, boom, do what you have to do, but don't put yourself out there because when it's all said and done, did you sign this document? And when you're signing it, you're saying that I am accepting what's on this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand, get the information. If you got to come back later, and do it. Do it. Don't put yourself out there. Don't do that, folks. Because once you sign it, as Antoine said, it's yours. You inherit all of that stuff that goes with that. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Thank you, Romy Roll. Thank you so much for that. And see, stories story is always helpful. OK, my goodness. Process paperwork anyway. But hey. I'm older, I'm older
3: than most of these folks. So I've so been through a, a a few of those hurdles. So I'm just sharing that with
1: folks. <laughs> yes, <So. laughs> yes, sir. Thank you so much. We are appreciative. Okay. Please make sure you got all your paperwork done and right where it needs to be. Just like Roby Rome and Miss Alice. All right. We're gonna keep going? Let's see. That was the close. Okay. All right. After the close, now we have. The management company, management company. Okay. So here you turn the property over to a management company that you screen for everything that is important so they manage it for you, right? Because, yes, yes, I bought this fourplex, but yeah, I need somebody who got some experience in this. Okay. <laughs> I have screened this company, you have screened the company. You've done your due diligence on the company and you, you trust these are the right, this is the right company to manage this corplex for me, right? Do not self-manage. We're going to say that again. Do not self-manage. This gives you more liability, which gives you more risk, more stress, and a job that's most likely going to pay you less than your day-to-day job if you got a day-to-day job, okay? (laughs) Professionals, we've been talking about it all day. I am a professional who get paid to do this, who went to school for this, who studied for all of this, right? Do not self-manage, okay? Now, unless you want to get into that and say, you know what? This is my new career, okay? But if not, hey, just you, you be that investor and let the people do what they do. Managing your property is a ton of work. It's going to cost you time and money. So please heed, okay? Please heed screen the management company do your due diligence find the management company that you feel is the right fit for running your fourplex okay don't self-manage you're gonna keep saying that okay hire the professionals to do that romey rome you got any stories about that i just want to know okay you don't have it to- <laughs>
3: okay anybody have uh, any thoughts I, I, go I, I will. oh go ahead, Antoine. go ahead go ahead no 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 you you my man you my man you no no <laughs> Talk to go ahead, Tom. I, was, I was just
2: going to say that um, that needs to go in to your thoughts when you're purchasing, when you're looking at the numbers at the beginning of the process. You need to already factor in your your uh, somebody's going to manage this because I'm not going to do it. And so you need to already have those numbers already in before you before you start even looking for that duplex, you know that, hey, management company has to be in there. They're, they're going to cost me about so much money a month uh, to be able to run this uh, this uh, fourplex.
1: Listen, okay, that sounds just like common sense, but people don't know, okay? I'm glad he said it because, hey, hey, listen, that that was a word for
6: myself as well. Go ahead, Machina, and then I'll get you to your room. Good morning. Good morning. Um, no, I can't comment on the real estate thing because I don't own any real estate that I don't live in. But that same thought process applies to creative people, like spiritual people and creative people who run their businesses. It's much easier. Like for me, I'm not techie at all. And I have no interest in being. I'm sure I could learn to be, but I don't want to be. So I hire someone to run the techie side of my my WordPress site and Easy Conjure. I hire someone, I have a person that I pay. Honestly, I think she lives in like Pakistan somewhere and I pay her like $150 a month to take care of all tech issues, all updates, all anything that I have to do behind the scenes on the computer so I can focus my time on creating because it takes me two hours to do what she can do in 20 minutes. So even if it's not real estate, if it's just I have a creative project where I'm coaching or canoaching or anything like that, if I run my Shopify store, if I have an Etsy thing and I don't know how to do all of the technical things on my website, it's much simpler to hire someone for what you would make in an hour. Like I literally pay her almost not even a whole reading because my readings are like 150 I pay her 120 a month so as long as I do one she good but I what I do like for like um for people to market like I just like even if I wanted to hire someone for that because I don't like doing that either it's just like a percentage and it's normally something small if you go to like Fiverr or Upwork and they just do it for you
1: hey that is a word okay because that works, every, okay? That works everywhere, okay? <laughs> your real estate and in your business, okay? If I, if I am not that person and I don't want to be that person, I will go hire the best who loves to do what they do
3: and you hand it over to them. Thank you so much for that, Tina. Run, Rome. Yes. Yes. Um, the one thing I'd like to say is that all management companies are not created equal. You got to remember that when you hire them, they're going to represent you when they're dealing with your tenants. So you need to do your homework. And the last 18 years working for the company that I worked with at an engineering company, uh, I taught lead-based paint classes, mold classes, asbestos classes, and people would come to me and I would teach them, but I would also go to the properties and teach their employees. So I dealt with a lot of management companies over those 18 years. And let me tell you folks, All management companies are not created equal. Some of them are sharp, squared away, take care of the residents, take care of the property, and others are looking, every time they turn around, to cut corners, to to, to put extra money in their pocket, and they don't care about you as the only, they care about themselves. So if you don't do your due diligence, if you don't do your, your homework, you might get something that you don't want. So make sure you don't take that management company for granted in reference to what you want them to project on your behalf, because that's exactly what they're doing. And if it gets stupid, you're going to have to get involved with it. And if you did it up front, then you ain't got to deal with the dumb stuff like Ray said earlier. You're not looking for another job. That's why you're paying them. So if you got to go in and do more work, then what, come on now. But if you do your homework up front, you can keep it moving. I did, that's all I wanted to say.
0: Thank
1: you so much, Romy Rome. Please do the work, okay? Because that management company represents you. They're not looking at the management company; They're they're going to play. Who is the owner of this? Yeah, yeah. That's all you. Thank you so much, Romy Rome. Monica, Elena, come on.
4: Good morning, everybody. No, I just wanted to piggyback off of what uh, Sheena and Jerome said, actually, because sometimes I think uh, naturally we want to save money and um, do things ourselves, but you've got to spend the money. Uh, to have experts do it for you, especially in real estate. I learned the hard way. I initially managed my own homes and had to go through a whole eviction process. And it was one of my worst nightmares. And I did have a lot of big real estate investors tell me, hire a property management company because they'll do all that for you and it's worth. But I was was trying to be cheap. I didn't want to pay them the 200 bucks a month or the 8% or 10% that they were charging me. But after going through that eviction and I wasted so much of my personal time having to drive to Galveston and go to court and get a sheriff to go to the house, it was a nightmare. So pay property management companies. And then to Jerome's point, he's right. They're not all the same. Um, Some of the best ones that I feel like are the ones that typically manage about 100 homes, maybe 200 homes, um, because they don't have thousands of homes to where yours is just a number. So I know mine that I call, I have one in Austin and one in San Antonio for my houses here and there. And I call and they know exactly who I am. So when I call, they know, they just, they're, they're like, which one? I say jesters and they already know what's going on. So it's more personal. Um, so you know that they're actually taking care of your home because they know what's going on and give you the right updates. So, yes, I agree with both of them. And it's very important to spend that money. And uh, make sure you do things the, the correct way and getting in, inspections and doing all that before you buy a home. So um, when people say, oh, you can buy a house with no money down or little down, that's, that's actually not true because you will be spending cash on getting people to make sure the house is, is in good condition. Otherwise, once you close afterwards, these issues pop up. I don't know what it is, but people buy houses and literally a week after closing... They end up AC breaks. And it's happened to me. I was sitting here laughing when Jerome was talking because one of my houses in San Antonio, a week after I closed, it was mold in the unit. But when they do inspections, one thing I learned, they don't open your HVAC. They just, they check everything, but you have to be specific and pay for them to open that HVAC. So I had to pay about two grand for them to pull the HVAC out, clean it out, put all this system in in the ceiling. So... It will cost you later. So definitely the due diligence process is super important.
1: Liz said, all right
5: now, thank you so much, Monica. Mr. Phil.
9: The most expensive money you'll ever save is by hiring cheap professionals.
1: I love Mr. Phil's quotes. Yes, thank you so much. Okay, that, that's basically what Monica just said. Okay? Leave it to Mister
9: Phil with the quote.
1: That's it. Okay, you 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 gonna pay now or you gonna pay later? You may want to just pay now.
7: Okay.
2: Okay, pay now. my pearls. Pur-
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Law.
2: <laughs> now nah, I said, okay, clutching my pearls. That was that was right on point, Phil. <laughs>
1: All right. I am grateful to have all of my... Also,
3: by the way, even if a property management company has a thousand clients, when law calls, they know it's law. He just has a way about him.
1: Facts. Facts. Okay. When you build those relationships, hello. Okay. They know. Oh, listen. Okay. Ibrahim is calling me. Uh, Everybody else is on the back burner. Okay. (laughs) Let me serve to see what he wants. Because Ibrahim pays. Okay. So please... Please do your due diligence, everyone. Um, Before we go, uh, recap, you know, we got 11 things buying your fourplex. Um, First one is your niche. Narrow down what kind of fourplex you want. Know the ins and outs of it. Know the area you want it in. Know how much it's going to cost. Know the type of units you want. Uh, Antoine said, hey, you want to know whether it's a one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom, however you want your units to be. You know, uh, the more detailed you are in finding that out, the more you can find what you're looking for. Uh, two, Pre get pre-approval, go out there and get pre-approved, know what your numbers are. That's number three. Okay. So, you know, when you know what your numbers are, you can go out and get pre-approved and go and look at three credit, at least three credit, uh, bureau, credit bureaus. No credit, um, uh, where am I at? Credit unions. There we go. Okay. they they, they care a little bit more about you than banks do. Okay. Uh, know the numbers, right? Understand the numbers, the ins and outs and how to run them. Okay, you want to know all of those things so you can get the taxes, what the taxes are, the financing, the insurances, the expenses, how much your rents are and can be, you know, if you decide, well, you are going to decide to raise the rent. But anyway, so you can get the profit because that's what you got the fourplex for. The next one is marketing. Know how to create the deal flow, all of those types of things. If you got to go and drive and find the fourplexes, you know, doing your due diligence, which is the next one, whatever you need to do to get that marketing out there so that you can get the type of fourplex you want and at a discount go and get that done five negotiation be a good negotiator okay find out what the seller's pain points are and what's a win for them so you can press on both of those right and then when you negotiate get it under contract check everything check the paperwork make sure everything is correct and accurate when you get that if you if the realtor is doing it for you they'll get the paperwork if you're doing it for yourself go to the title company and get the for sale by owner paperwork and get that filled out. Uh, please protect yourself and do your due diligence, which is the next one. Do your due diligence, find everything, get that inspector, pay the people, hire professionals to get that done so you won't run into the problems later, like Monica was saying, okay? Hire the, hire the people that do what they do so that you can get all of those things done so that the deal can be done for you. You can go back and renegotiate. That's the next one with the with the banks or the credit unions that you talk to for for the money, if need if need be. And then you know shop around. You know don't just go to one. Shop around so you can get the best one, the best loan uh, financing. Uh, you can renegotiate your financing um, as well. Close. Make sure the paperwork has everything that's supposed to be in there. If there's an addendum, if you added some stuff. And you talk to the seller and the seller knows you talk to them, but make sure that's in the paperwork as well. Um, Double check everything to make sure everything is accurate and correct. You know, uh, before you sign the agreement, please do what everybody said. Okay. Make sure everything is, you know, my my Baptist head says in decency and in order. Okay. Make sure you got those things. You got those things done. And then finally, finally, do not self-management. Find a management company that you trust and that you know is going to represent you the best uh, with your fourplex because you want your tenants to always be happy so that they always pay on time, pay the rent on time, and then when they if, if and when they do have to leave, they can find somebody and say, you know what, I, I, you know, I'm getting into a house, but I know somebody that's wanting to get into you know a fourplex and an apartment or whatever. I know somebody and they can recommend you and they will tell all the great things that you and your management company do that are great. All right, so that is it for today. Thank you so much, Romy Rome. Dr. Sugar, I got you, okay? I got you. I will send these to you. I know you're driving, so please, yes, please. Don't try and get these notes yourself. I'll send them to you, okay? But thank you so much. Antonio will be back on Monday to discuss all of this in greater detail, but y'all, listen. Anytime I have to come on and teach, y'all know I love participation. So y'all always do the best job of participating with me (laughs) and helping all of us out. That is group group economics. I love it. All right, thank you all so
9: much. Uh, One moment, Miss Grace. Yes, ma'am. It really yes. Just one moment. Where I have everyone's attention. So we, everyone here knows we've been working on the SBLCMT whatever. I wanted to give an update on that. We did finalize that last night. So some positive things. Wow. Antonio and I are working together to bless some people right now as we speak. All right. right. With some other things that they're doing. And I was hoping he would get on and say all that, but I assume he's going to go into great detail on Monday.
1: Yes, he will. He will. He has an appointment. uh you know he has an appointment on thursdays that he that he can't miss and so um uh he told me hey i need you to run this for me today okay i got you you know i'm a teacher so we can we can get it done i'm gonna get this class i just wanted to patient.
9: give leave <laughs> everyone on positive vibes today
1: thank you so much
5: thank you so much uh hold on miss sandra come on thank you so much and um two things i want to say one was good morning to everybody because that was so rude of me. I didn't do that. And love, 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 love. Like for real, for real. And the other thing is Grace, the the thing that you sent me, or um that that pattern, that what you call it? Oh my God, Grace. <laughs> I don't know the thing me. that was sent that antonio t smith jr said
9: mm-hmm. okay for me,
5: put together four people speaking yes get I know a you know. to help and all that stuff i got it but i didn't get it okay. so can you resend it if that's possible yes but ma- it, it, is, is it what i sent you yesterday Yes.
1: Okay, I'll resend it.
5: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Very I welcome. Cannot, it's, it's not downloading yet. I don't okay. know what's wrong with my phone. I, they keep saying it's because I got an Android. I got to get a better phone, but that's that's okay. what I got right now. That's what I got.
1: Okay. Do you have access to a computer? I do. Okay. Um, I I'm still going to resend it. But okay. um, try to see if you can you can get a download to you wherever you uh download your file computer, computer instead computer. of
5: yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: All right, but definitely will. Thank I will send that, resend that to you.
5: Thank you so very much. Very well and welcome. pardon my my rudeness, you all, because I love y'all. I need you in my life. Don't worry, don't We gotta
1: stay. Um Melissa, can you Explain to us again what you and Antonio got done yesterday.
9: (laughs) You named a lot. The (laughs) entire drama that we've been working on with the MT-77 and MT-760 that Mr. Phil gracelessly got us in touch with the bank. We did find find a bank. We did have to go to an insurance company, not a bank, to get this done. It is a pain in the rear end. So, if you're ever doing an international business transfer by law in the United States and abroad, you do need the two forms. And it's pain in the rear end to get. And yeah, but we got it done.
5: You'll get hemorrhoids
4: talking like that.
9: all right well congratulations well, well i'm try, trying not to go into too much detail because my head's still spinning but yeah we're we'll go into a greater detail on monday but i wanted to leave okay. everyone okay. with a positive note because i know everyone here has been following since we did get the sb whatever i am going to reno to hopefully button up the factory, which means by the 23rd, when we're in Austin for the other conference that I wrote Antonio into yesterday, and uh, we will be closing the pre-IPO. All right. Well, congratulations. (laughs) Which means if you're doing the pre-IPO, that's your timetable. And if you bought pre-IPO and you want the advertising, I need your logos and the link to your website or uh, landing page.
2: Okay, y'all heard of
1: okay? If you if you bought the pre-IPO, um, hey y- y'all heard what you need? What she needs from you? Okay, if uh, w- w- tell Am us I- the
9: timetable again. September twenty third.
1: Okay. So if you want to get in on buying the IPO, pre-IPO, you got until then. Uh, okay, I'm going to gonna, real put
3: the
9: quick, link out there. i to put into the chat. Grace, do you uh, I put it here, but make sure everyone here, because I'm getting messages that they want to do pre-IPO. <laughs> yes, if you go. Okay, put that link in the chat so everybody can get that. Yeah, so I'm going to put it in the chat, and then Grace can... Send it out to everyone else that needs yes. it. And I have it wrote wrong as dot Trent, not hyphen, but you guys can figure that oh, out.
1: Okay. I see. I'll uh hold on. Yeah, I'll get that done.
9: Let's see. Thank you, Grace. Very <laughs> welcome. I, I I know you were working on something else for me last night or this morning. So thank you very much. You're welcome.
1: Okay. So let me put this, I'm gonna put this back in the chat. Okay, there's the link, everybody in the chat. If you go, if you click on that link and you click on investor relations, it will send you right there to the pre-IPO costs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She has, it, it, it's two of them. There, there's it's, two of them. And right. here's
9: the thing, Antonio's gonna be by the 23rd, anything that's not, bought on a certain tier that's not listed, mm-hmm. ATS company will be buying stocks. Ooh. So we ooh, are ooh, ooh, partnering, with, partnering with an LLP with ATS.
1: All right. Big things, big money. Okay. but We're going to that later. <laughs> gotcha. But- <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Doctor Sugar, I got you. Continue to drive, okay? Um, but yes, so uh, with the pre-IPO, she has two, two sets. You'll see because you'll see there are two different prices. So, yes, when you decide to do. If you have questions, if you send me questions, I'm gonna send them to her because I, this that's not my ministry. I don't know, okay? But I can't, you know. I know I don't. I know the numbers. I just don't know. I can't tell you past that she can let you know hey this is what you if you want to do this then do this one if you want to do this then do this one so yeah you send me your questions i will send them to melissa and uh when she's you, on, a, on a flight or
9: you can yeah or you or grace can just give you my number and you can try to text me but between okay. the conference today and flying tomorrow i may not get to you right away
1: right but no she will get to you because she does yes. she does get back with people okay you just today and tomorrow don't don't look for it right now okay <laughs> okay all right so thank you so much melissa um i saw sheena and i saw law unmute did y'all have anything oh uh, sheena wants to know does anyone have a housekeeping company
6: yeah but that was completely unrelated to my unmute that was an accident i just oh, okay. pressed- Okay. But I was curious to know if anyone had a housekeeping company because I've been looking for a new housekeeper. So,
1: okay. Now, is this in Texas? Is it somewhere have else?
6: One, but it's <laughs> in Dubai. It's just here. What, what happened?
1: Okay. okay yeah. Because see, Ibrahim says he has one, but he, it's in Dubai. So, yeah, that, that, that won't help. We're
9: you. here. We're international <laughs> here. So, you got to be more specific. <laughs> true. they true.
1: In Texas, preferably okay. the area. Okay. Preferably the Houston area. Okay, anyone have, or if you don't have a cleaning company, if you know someone who does in the Houston area. I will get back with her because I know someone who does. Okay, good, good, good. All right. Thank you, Ms. Arcia. All right. Law, did you have something you wanted to share? I saw you on mute earlier.
2: No, you uh, repeated my
3: question with the time frame.
1: Okay, good deal. All right. Well, ladies and gents, today is, today, well, today is for this week this is our last meeting for this week because of course uh, antonio diana melissa and uh, antoine they are all at the conference at the ai conference and so there will be no esoteric call nor no leadership class today i know but we'll be okay we'll be back next week okay we'll be God. Next- i know i know <laughs> i know how I know. do you expect me to pull myself <laughs> together grace listen go to youtube and find one of them uh, previous dragon videos that he did okay
9: you
1: know you feel you feel like you're there all day today okay i'm telling you
9: (laughs) that may work thank you okay
1: okay but yes but please you know um send them lots of love hugs you know i always every time i talk to him i just let him know hey make sure you're having a great time i know he is having the time of his life because he will tell you i am a big nerd and he loves artificial intelligence so he is he is right where he wants to be Antonio and Deanna's having a blast too talking to her yesterday Melissa said she's having a good time as well uh Antoine is the only crazy one here on his call at uh or eight in the morning over there but he loves what we do so <laughs> shout out to Antoine I know he's having a great time as well so everyone have a great day enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the rest of the week have a great weekend we will be back on Monday all right Everyone take care. We love you much. You can plant better. You can dominate. Love you, everybody. bye, bye Grace. Love, bye you bye you more.
6: More. love you more. Love you more. Grace. Everyone have bye. a safe weekend. bye, bye.
9: <laughs>
3: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day.